0: Hello, I'm Gary Shotton, and today I'm going to talk about the subject of job costing. How do you job cost? Well, um, first of all, a little background. I'm sure you've heard some of this if you've been listening for a while, but I came through a background of uh, farming and ranching and then to uh, working at an oil company for about uh, uh, nine years. And then 17 years, I owned my own trucking company where we moved furniture. And now, I, as I'm sitting here, I own a machine shop. That's uh, where we make these metal parts, and uh, we sell them to our customer. That then assembles them uh, in a final product. We don't sell them to the end user. We sell them parts to the, uh, as a supplier to someone else, and they assemble and sell it to the end user. And so uh, in each one of these cases, and especially the last two, moving a storage company and a machine shop, it was important for me to know what my costs were, but not all lumped together like at the end of the month. What's the entire cost of everything we spent this month? We need to know that. You need to be working on your accounting, you need to be pretty good at your accounting, you need to be getting better at your accounting. You don't have to be the bookkeeper that somebody else can enter the data. But I'm an advocate that you need to understand how to read your financial statements. So at the end of the month or maybe a few days into the first part of the next month you can look back and say hey for that month we either made a profit or we didn't make a profit or we made this much profit or we lost this amount of money that's obviously your income minus your expenses is your profit or loss basic 101 uh, sixth grade math and uh, but a lot of people don't understand what's involved with that and they're not good at reading those those numbers and i wasn't for the first 7 years of business ownership i couldn't understand what these financial statements looked like and i knew that i was working as hard as i possibly could and finally i went to my the guy that was my in charge of paying my taxes he helped me as a as a tax advisor and i paid him i said i'm not leaving this room until you give me a guide, help me understand how to read my financial statements. And so I could learn that and so could you. Now, job costing is another more detailed part of that because at the end of the month, you may have done five jobs, 10 jobs, 100 jobs. In our case, we've done several thousand jobs in any given month. Every time, like you see a pallet here of, of, of equipment, That was a job, and next to it is another pallet, and that's a job. And so we have 30-some or 40-some machinists all making parts, and so we could have at least 40 jobs in process in one given day. And in some jobs are short, so one worker could maybe actually do two or three different jobs in one day. And it's up to us to know whether or not we make a profit on each individual job or how much we made or how much we wished we had made on each individual job job, so that then we can make minor adjustments over time to get this thing corrected. So our goal is to make a fair but small margin of profit on every single job. Now, you won't happen that way, but that's our goal. Because you'll always have some jobs that made, wow, I wish I had a hundred of these jobs because I made so much money. But next to those will be some jobs that you really didn't make much money. And the average of the two will be a part of that day's production or that month, whatever you're looking at. So the way you job cost, you have to be set in some kind of a system. In our case, when we're making these parts, we have each job quoted if we buy the material, and then we know how much time we have allotted anticipation to make those parts on a machine. Those machines have a certain hourly rate, and we have a target. We know what that price that amount of time should be. And when you add those together, our hourly rate by the times, times the amount of time that we were on that machine plus our material cost, that's our basic cost, and we shoot for our, our, our profit. Well, it's not quite as easy as your first thing because unless you have a system, it's all kind of mushed together. It's all kind of compiled together, and you won't really know whether or not you're making a profit on your parts or not, on this job or not. I bought this company some 11 years ago, and it was about uh, 15, 18 months into ownership that I realized that the previous owners did not job cost. And we had some parts that we were making a slew of money on. And we had some other parts that we were losing our shirts on. It was terrible how much money we're losing on these these parts. So I had to come with a master plan because I was job costing. The previous owner did not. He was making a profit, but he didn't know which parts were making the profit. And my thought pattern was this, I didn't want my customer to think that they find one that I'm making a lot of good profit on and they think I'm making profit like that on all of them or all of my good parts go to somebody else and all I'm left with is the bad parts, the ones I'm not making money. So I made a mass proposal, I went to my customer and I just explained what had happened and I said, would you allow me to do the math? And I would create a scenario where I'll raise the price on some parts, but I'll lower the price on these others and the net difference will be no difference in price to you. But I've got to job cost. I've got to know where I'm at. And they let me do it. And it all worked out. Now we're pretty close. We're always adjusting just a little bit. Let's pretend that you were a house builder. And this happens sometimes. You go to the bank and you're going to build up uh, uh, in a development, let's say 10 houses. And so you get enough money from the bank to build the 10 houses, but you're not good at job costing. So in the first five or six houses, you figure out things and you make a little bit better. you make this a little bit better. And pretty soon you're spending more money on those first houses than you should have. And if you're not careful, you could get up to house number nine on 10 houses. And uh uh-oh, I don't have enough money even to build the 10th house. Let me tell you, the loaning institution, the bank, is not going to be happy for you to go in and tell them that. Because you were losing money all that time. All of those other nine houses that you're building, at a loss, you just didn't know it. Let's talk about a pizza. You should know what your ingredients are in pizza. You should know what your overhead is in running a pizza store. You should know how much how many pizzas a month that you can make and you should take your sum of all of your overhead, that's your uh, direct indirect expenses, your overhead expenses and divide it by let's make it up ten thousand pizzas. And so if you were to make uh, twenty thousand dollars. Uh, or 20, 000, yeah, uh, 10,000 pieces, and you decided that your, that your uh, overhead was $20,000 that month, guess what? Every pizza has $2 worth of overhead it must cover. And then you could talk about the ingredients, and you can talk about the energy, and the things it costs to make it as direct expenses, but you need to know what your cost is on a job cost. Everything I can think of has some degree of job costing, most things would. And if you will know those and work on that, I think you'll have power. You can maneuver through situations. You know what to do. Not always can I get a raise. See, there's about two or three years when I was wanting to raise my price for, with my customer, I just had to set on it. But I knew which ones I needed to raise. I just couldn't do it then. Well, I hope this helps you. We want to inspire better business. We want you to be better business people. We want you to be profitable business people. This is volunteer on my part and everybody that speaks here. We, we, we These are free to you, but we only ask that you would share these with others. If you're a speaker and would become a speaker, we need that. If you are would be a translator or transcriber, we need you to volunteer for that if you would. But overall, we're here to bless you. Thank you.